You're listening to Checking VAR, Com Radio's number one spot for all things soccer, with your hosts, Connor Donahue and Cole Coffler. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome in to Calm Radio's premier soccer podcast, Checking VAR. My name is Connor Donio, and as I mentioned last episode, I'm no longer going to have my usual co-host alongside of me, Cole Coffler, for the remaining remainder of the semester. So I went into the free agency pool. I dug deep. Went into the transfers table? Into the transfers table. And I found a very special guest. We've done the Premier League podcast together basically all this year. He knows absolutely nothing about the game of soccer. not at all. Please welcome to the show, Matthew, the Electric Factory McLaughlin. Let's go, Connor. Let's have a great show here today. I know nothing about soccer, but I'm ready to sound like I know something. Yeah, it was quite It was quite funny. Uh, I was walking into the studio today, and uh, I saw Matt, and I went, Hey, Matt, you want to do a show? And that was about 10 minutes ago, so here we are. <laughs> and the pre-production value through the roof. I know. We run, we, run a, we run a tight shift here at Com Radio. Of course. But today's topic is also something that Matt has no idea any, or most people don't know anything about. But we're going to be talking Major League Soccer. MLS kicks off this weekend. The 2021 season, after a weird season last year with coronavirus and the MLS is back tournament, Columbus Crew winning MLS Cup. CCL already started. We're entering the MLS season. So we're going to have some predictions to you for you. We're going to talk about some teams, some top teams, or not even top teams, some interesting teams. And we're just going to have some fun. Of course. That's what it's all about. So we're going to just run through some predictions for this season for some of the teams. And then we're going to have some conversations about some more specific uh, ideas. So uh, we'll start off with the Golden Boot. So the Golden Boot is the player who scores the most goals in a league uh, in a, in a given season when it, when I think of it, especially for major league soccer, the names like Carlos Vela, Diego Rossi, Joseph Martinez, Alan Polito all come up. Now, Matt, you have, yes. you have done extensive research. Of course. If only you, the best research. If you've, if you had to pick someone to win golden boot this year in major league soccer, who would it be? And why, if you could give me the why? So this is going to be such a classic non paying attention fan. Uh, pick, but how do you not pick Carlos Vela? Like, this guy, LAFC, they've really, since they've come into the MLS, they've been close to the top of the table, if not to the top, at the top of the table, and Vela has been an amazingly, like, important part of that. 14 goals in 2018, 36 in 2019, and 2020 only had four goals. I think this... In the MLS, I think he's going to really explode knowing that LAFC has to bounce back and has to – this if they don't capitalize now, I don't know when they do because it feels like LAFC has been close so many times, but when Zlatan was in the MLS, him and LA Galaxy would always give them nightmares in El Trafico, which is one of my favorite games to watch, even though I, as we've 
talked about. I don't really pay attention to much MLS. But Carlos Vela is one of those guys. He can score at will. And if he doesn't get going, this LAFC team falls apart. And that could have really big uh, long-term consequences down the line if LAFC doesn't get a, a cup or title or whatever they compete for now. No, actually, that that's a very valid take. I was I was actually shocked. As you did, <laughs> as you did mention, Vela came into the league with LAFC back in 2018. 26 goals, 31, and then only four last season. Played in only seven games. He was dealing with a lot of injuries, and... He's, he's still in the prime of his career, and he's still a great player. It's just the question is, can he come back from that slow 2021 or from that slow 2020 and, and go full throttle? And, and any sport you pick, all the stats are going to be wonky and messed up in baseball. You're going to have guys hitting like 300 or 200. It's, 2020 is a complete anomaly, and I don't really put much value into those stats. Yeah, you you cannot put much value in the stats, but a lot of the reason he was out was because he was injured. And when you're coming off of an injury, it's always a question mark of whether you'll be back to 100%, whether he could be that 31-goal scorer, the the best player MLS has ever seen in a singular season. Also, when you look at LAFC, they have so much talent, so much ability. Uh, If I had to pick someone to win the Golden Boot, it would actually be an LAFC player. Not named Carlos Vela. I'm going Diego Rossi. Diego Rossi has slowly become the the pinpoint of that that attack, especially after Vela was injured last season. He was it, there's been so many big moves of him talking talking of him going to Europe. I'm trying to pull up his stats here, but we're having a little bit slow. Back in 2019, he he played in he started 19 games, played played in 19 games. My apology had 19 goals scored in a shortened 2020 campaign. This guy is electric. He could play the wing. He could play up top. And when you have Vela back in the lineup to take attackers away from him, that's when I think he'll only become better. So uh, I think that's a good pick. I like the Rossi pick a lot. What do you think about – I'm a Philly fan. I'm from Philadelphia area. What do you, The Union have come from the dead for the first time in my <laughs> lifetime. Like, what do you think about Santos Gomez? What do you think about Priz? Priz- yeah, yeah, try pronouncing that name. Please, please try. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Katzper. Katzper. I think I got that right. I'm sold, yes. I'm sold on it that. It is Casper. Oh, it's Casper. I thought it was Catchper. No, Casper. Yeah. All right. Casper. Uh, Prizzy. Prizzy Bilico? Prizzy Bilko? Prizzy Bilko? That is wait. <laughs> How does that make. Yo, I'm not even good at. That doesn't make any do you want, sense. Do you want me to tell you what his actual name is? Sure. His name? Ready? Drum roll, please. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Casper Shabilko. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he is from Bielefeld, Poland. The Polish six four. He is. He's. He has been absolutely electric. What he's uh, since he's come to MLS, and when he's had a healthy Sergi Santos alongside of him, he's been amazing. And as you mentioned, the Philadelphia Union rising from the dead recently, and winning Supporter Shield last year, being the best regular season team in MLS, and already yeah. and winning their first CCL game against, I think they played Saprisa or something. That's CONCACAF Champions League. I know you know nothing about that. That's okay. Conca what? Yes, exactly. He scored, again, he played in 23 games and had 23 goals last year. My thing when it comes to picking Casper Shabilko as a pick, he no longer has Brandon Brandon Aronson to help him beneath him. Aronson went to RB Salzburg. Uh, 
and uh, it, the question is: Is can Fontana Fontana step into what Aronson was for the Union? And that's going to be a very big question mark. I see them more as a goal scoring by committee team, mm. and that's why I don't think Shabilka wins it. The other name is Joseph Martinez, coming off of a ter- torn ACL. He did make an appearance for Atlanta in their CCL game against. Aluense is a Costa Rican team, the best team in Central America, which this is a funny story. So Atlanta United, right? So you know what the Champions League is, right? The UEFA one. Correct. Yes, I am aware. I'm not that illiterate when it comes to soccer. So so soccer is, is broken up into these different confederations. And so UEFA is all the European teams. And CONCACAF is all the North American and Central American teams. Oh, okay. So they have their own version of the Champions League. Gotcha. So Atlanta played a team from Costa Rica named Aluense. Okay. And Brad Guzan, early on in the game, you know who Brad Guzan is? Sounds familiar, but no, yeah, not really. Um, uh, Atlanta goalkeeper gets a red card. How does a goalie get a red card? He, sl- <laughs> he slide-tackled the guy with the ball running in at goal and just took him out. <laughs> And just got a straight. He was playing FIFA. He just went for the ankles. Just clear yeah. ankles. He clicked the X button. And he knew what exactly he, what it is. He went. Doing. He was smashing X button. He wasn't just clicking it. So then they proceed to bring into the game when he comes out. Atlanta had to sign an emergency goalie. Oh my God! Is this like hockey where the emergency goalie picks up the win? Please tell me. Seventeen-year-old uh, Argentinian comes into the game. I don't know his name. His he's, he's, his name is already forgettable. <laughs> and you watch him play, and so I played goalie growing up, and he had the ability to handle the ball like I did. Like, <laughs> there was one instance in the game where the ball went to his hands and he caught it cleanly. Nice. He, his just ability was just horrendous just uh, to be a goalie, except when it came to making saves. He made some awesome saves. It was a great story. It was an awesome game. We're already getting off track, though, and we have so much to go through. So now <laughs> so now we're going to do uh, the newcomer of the year, which is who's the new player that, so, that one of the teams signed that you think is really going to be a difference maker? You think of there, – there are a lot of options for this. If I had to pick one, I'm going to pick Brenner for FC Cincinnati. Uh, young Brazilian striker comes in from Sao Paulo in in Brasilia in Brasilia's oh excuse me in Brazil's top league for a for the third highest transfer fee in league history, and when you look at FC Cincinnati and what they've done since coming into the league, they've been atrocious. They have been absolutely horrendous. The thing is, though, they have a new stadium. Their ownership group seems to be dedicated to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yop Stomp has come in as a manager, has had an offseason, bringing in some of their, the players. And I think Cincinnati has the chance to be a playoff team this year. And if they are. But isn't. Is, did, was FC Cincinnati the team that filed the tampering? No. Uh, no, I, there was. I did see some sort of tampering thing. Uh, they might have against the Red Bulls for Frankie Amaya, actually. I don't know. Yeah. So here on The Athletic. Uh, FC Cincinnati files tampering charges against the Red Bulls Union and ongoing Frankie Amaya trade saga. Okay, so it was Frankie Amaya. Uh, I didn't actually really look into it that much because tampering in Major League Soccer is like, I like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what do you do? I know Frankie Amaya. He's he was a very good player. Excuse me, not a very good player, but he was a good player during the MLS's back tournament. He was a big difference maker. But back to newcomer of the year, I say Brenner. Yaya Kubo is in behind him. He was a dynamic playmaker. 
Uh, Jurgen Lakadia had a really bad season. I think he could also elevate Brenner's game. And then Harris Madunian, who's actually the former uh, Philadelphia Union midfielder, he, he's he's and he's such a good facilitator when he plays deep in that midfield and really drives teams forward. So I'm going to pick Brenner. Uh, I know you probably don't have an answer for this, but if you do, give it to me. I mean, I'm just looking through articles right now. What about uh, this guy, Lucas Zellerion? Lucas Zellerion came in last year. If I shoot, <laughs> if I had actually, if we if we were going uh, MVP picks, you actually did he win? No, he didn't win the MVP last year. You could honestly probably pick Lucas Zellerion to win the MVP because he's just that good. Mm, uh, sure, why not? Okay, there you go. So yeah. there, there's, yeah! your, there's your, there's your, there's <laughs> your. We got we got Matt's MVP pick already, Lucas Zellerion. I don't know who my MVP. Oh, this is a tough question. What if I just went David Beckham? David Beckham, he's the MVP. There are some people like that still out there, but uh, we're actually <laughs> we're actually gonna take a quick break here on Checking VAR. Uh, we'll be right back and we'll continue talking some Major League Soccer. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Here on Com Radio, nothing is off the table for discussion. Whether that's breaking news, daily sports talk, the entertainment and music industry, Penn State sporting events, whatever it is, we've got you covered on PSUComRadio.com. There you can find our talk shows, our live broadcasts, articles, or podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram for more content. But above all, thank you for tuning into our station, and be sure to stick around right here on Com Radio. Listening to Checking VAR, Tom Radio's number one spot for all things soccer. Welcome back. Checking VAR, Com Radio's number one spot for all things soccer. Matt was just jumping up and down to that bump that I created off. Uh, that was lit. If I could go to a sporting event, I would go to a soccer, an MLS soccer game. But it needs to be like a good fan base, not a fan base that doesn't really care. Yeah, that wasn't MLS. That was uh, that was Ajax in Amsterdam, uh, the Netherlands. But uh, well, was, I'm not going to Ajax anytime soon. That's true. Well, you should so... honestly, you should come and hang out NYCFC. They have a great fan base in New York City. That's the team I'm a fan of. I saw the uh, the LAFC fan section. The, the wild, the, absolutely wild. The 32:52 at the Bank of California Stadium is an amazing uh, fan. Is, is an amazing fan section. Should we do that best fan base? Hey, do you want to do fest? All right. What's the best fan base in MLS? Well, it's not Philly because I can tell you that much. Are you sure? I, like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, all right. So when the, I have not this, up until the last two years, like two to four years, I did not hear a single thing about the union, for the most part. And Philadelphia is a football, but American football city. It's not. Well, not I, if I if I had to ask you where the union play, could you tell me where they play? Don't they play? Do they play at Lincoln Financial Field? No. They don't play. Oh, crap. I don't know, then. They play, I think it's called Subaru Park now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Chester. Yeah. 
So it's not even in Philly. So. No, no, exactly. That's my point. Like, who's going to drive out to Chester to go see a Union game when they're probably going to choke in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, like, all right, the Union have been fun, and I, I, I enjoy the Philadelphia Union. All right, if you had to pick a best fan base, are you going to LAFC? Yeah, because I think the Galaxy fan base has disappeared since Donovan left for the most part. <laughs> well, all right. It's not the fan base has disappeared. It's the defense has disappeared. I guess we could get into this because uh, we're just going to go all over the map here. I don't I don't really yeah, care. Because yeah. uh, Cole texted me, and he's like, I want you to give your opinions on the LA Galaxy. And uh, <laughs> Cole, I don't think you want my opinions on the LA Galaxy, but I'm going to give them to you anyway. So... <laughs> Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Guillermo Barrascolota was fired because he was horrible at what he did. Uh, he he went from sounds like a good reason to fire him. Well, he went he went from Slaton, who was this six foot something, just absolute beast, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So you all you need to do is loft the ball into the box and just let him go get it, and let him go get it. So then they signed Chicharito, this five foot nothing dude. <laughs> This fight, obviously, Chicharito is one of the best goal scorers in Mexican history. And he kept doing, he kept the same system of just lofting the ball in the box. But instead of the striker being 6'4 or 6'1, the striker's like 5'4. So it was a failed system from the start. The defense is still, there's question marks in every single part of that defensive line. They do not have a number one goalie. Jonah, DeSanto, Jonah Dos Santos was one of the best holding midfielders in the league, barely played last season, and probably isn't going to repeat what he did two years before that. Chicharito saying all the right things mm-hmm. doesn't mean he's going to be good. Correct. It's just... I... And then this is this is the thing that this is the thing that got me right. So the Galaxy went out and they lost they lost Christian Pavone in the offseason, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So th- they lose him in the offseason, and they go out and they spend big money, big MLS money, which is like five six million dollars on this League Two winger named Kevin Cabral, twenty one years old. He was a part of. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. <laughs> it, it, Val, Valciennes in the second division of France. 5.9 mil. The Galaxy are just trying so hard. Their identity is signing these big players. and Oh, they're taking the California approach. Throw money at the problem and expect it to go away. Yes, and it's not working anymore. It hasn't worked. When Shelvik, I can't even pronounce his last name. When your back line is the way that it has been. For the last four seasons, since the 2014 MLS Cup, which they were a part of, mm-hmm. I don't know what the Galaxy are thinking. They they dominated the old school MLS, the the Beckham, the Donovan, the Robbie Keane. The, the Galaxy aren't it anymore. If no. I if I had to put money, if I was a betting man, which I am sometimes, we don't we don't, don't condone betting. Don't condone betting. Doing it in a safe manner. Sorry, mom. Uh, the Galaxy are not making the playoffs. With this team, Greg Vanny's a very good coach, so maybe they do. But how I, many teams make the playoffs? Uh, that's a very good question because it, I with, may take the Max Kellerman approach and just say the regular season means nothing because so many teams make the playoffs. Even yeah. though he's a full, complete stooge for that take in the NBA, I think it's eight or nine per conference. I mean, I would take, uh, yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna ask me which LA team, which LA team is most likely to win it. When it comes oh, it's LAFC. It's LAFC. Not even yeah. a question mark. The problem is that the LAFC, the 
LAFC hasn't gotten over the hump, which a lot of teams face. So now what do they do to really address how they how the, does Galaxy somehow score a couple of upsets in El Trafico this season and then that catapults them and gets the momentum rolling and gets them going and then all of a sudden this team comes out of nowhere and makes a huge run. Yeah, I again that's a very good question mark uh, that just like is LAFC have they reached that plateau of sorts where their 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 greatness can like not 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 go up, but it's kind of, it's kind of difficult. They didn't really bring in anyone uh, they did bring in Corey Baird from Real Salt Lake. If we're talking about LAFC, I really like him as a striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to pick, like, if we're tiering Major League Soccer, right? Correct. I'm on, I'm on board with you here. The elite teams, yes, are LAFC and the Columbus Crew. Like those are. are dead. You, you're not going to put Seattle up there. The thing about Seattle is they're never elite. They're just well, all right. They are elite, and they re. I don't know. See, I was gonna say, considering they're like the Boston Celtics of MLS. As long as Nicholas Ladero and Raul Ruiz Diaz are still there, which they're going to be, they're going to be successful. They did lose Gustav Svensson, who was a big part of their midfield. Jordan Morris went to Swansea tore his ACL, so he's out for him too. So, unless I like, I think. That team goes as far as Rui Diaz and Ladera will take them, and they always take they always take them far without like any question whatsoever. Yeah. So I'm, I, I they're I don't like see them as the elite elite team. They're again as you talked about the Celtics, they'll always be that like maybe not the Celtics, but I can't think of a team right no, now. No, they've won the championships of the Celtics. I get what you're saying here. What you're saying is that in the regular season. They're not going to be on top of the table. They're, they're not going to be. They're going to the Yeah, they're going to be a fourth and fifth seed all year, and then come into the playoffs and like the make Mi- the, the final. Fine, the Miami Heat of last season. Yes. All right. There you go. Now, 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 you're making some sense here. Yeah. No, the Miami. See, here we go. I'm holding my own here. Hey. Yeah. Out of boy. Out of boy. All right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do who we think is gonna win the supporter shield, and then who we think is gonna win MLS Cup. Now, supporter shield. I was gonna say, what is a supporter shield? So, so, so there's two. Sounds like something my dad needs to take <laughs> takes in the morning or something. All right. <laughs> so the supporter shield is the award that goes to the team with the most points at the end of the regular season. Oh, like the president's trophy. Yes, the that's the president's trophy, and then the MLS Cup is if you win the playoffs. Oh yeah. So, okay. supporter shields. Who wins it? If you had to pick a team, the I, most longevity over a 34, I think it's 34 regular game season. Slot. I mean, I know I've been talking trash about the union this entire episode from a fan perspective, but just looking at the team going off of what you were saying that they're collectively a strong group. I think that's what's going to make the difference and just really give them multiple uh, options on offense to really go to and really just say, hey, go get us a goal or run this set and find your guy. I think the Union ha- are very likely to get the supporter shield, whereas with L- like we were talking about LAFC, they have Vela, and that's great, but to me, I, I haven't necessarily – we brought up Rossi. I haven't necessarily heard any guys beyond that to really show their depth, and I think depth is what makes a type of an award like a supporter shield most important. So that's, I'd rock with the Union. That's a again. They won it last year, and that's a very good pick. My question is, no Brandon Aronson. Uh, can Shabelko continue what he was doing? Like, there's there's not that many question marks about this Union team. But I look in the Eastern Conference, and you talk about depth and longevity, 
and I think it's it's very easy to pick this team, but I'm going to pick them anyway. The Columbus Crew won MLS Cup last year. Absolutely electric team. And you've talked about depth. It's the rich get richer. Mm. So they bring in Evan Bush from the Vancouver Whitecaps for goalie. They have two legitimate MLS starting goalies. They bring in Bradley Wright Phillips and Kevin Molino from free agency. Bradley Wright Phillips, one of the greatest scorers in MLS history. And Kevin Molino, who was a DP at Minnesota, got injured, had a great season last year. Minnesota didn't want to re-sign him, so they got him as a free agent. So now you have Pedro Santos, Lucas Zellerayon, Kevin Molino, Bradley Wright Phillips, Giassi Zardes. You could go on and on. Jonathan Mensah in the back. He's one of the best center backs in the league. It's. Uh, they also brought in Alex 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 Drew Mata, Matan is his name. I can't pronounce it. Nice. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Romanian kid, another midfielder who's starting eleven caliber. So you name six players on that front six that have the potential or have been in recent years, like to be MLS All Stars. Mm-hmm. You have Sebastian Burhalter was loaned to Austin. You did lose Will Trapp, so that kind of that that base in the midfield is a question mark. But if you just look at the pure talent the Columbus Crew have, I think they win Supporter Shield. I mean, when you lay out an argument like that, I can't really argue with that. Yeah, but again, the Union's a good pick. LAFC is a good pick. The depth on LAFC is the question mark. Uh, Atlanta might be a sneaky pick. Because they didn't have a good season last year, but you bring in Joseph Martinez, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Portland, Seattle, who knows? Uh, it, sporting Kansas City, maybe. Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. Oh, no, Orlando's a legitimate option because they're another. Hey. They're not. Oh, my. Knock it over. What about. I know. I know. Ah, I'm a mess. Don't get too excited. Because. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because they are another team with depth. They bring in Alexander. Uh, they bring in uh, Pato, who's yeah. this this Brazilian striker who's always of been over. How do you not know Pato? Yeah, how do you not know Pato? You're a listener. How do you uh, not know yeah. Pato? You still have Nani. You, you did lose Daryl DK. You're gonna lose Daryl DK uh, as as he went over to England and he's been scoring goals out the wazoo. So I'm gonna stick with the Columbus Crew. I feel like the Philadelphia Union's a good pick. I don't think the winner comes out of the West. I think the winner will come out of the Eastern Conference because the Eastern Conference is weaker and top more top-heavy than the Western Conferences. I think the Western Conference teams will beat each other up. So, mm. so that's also going to be a thing. So we said that last thing before we end the show. Who wins MLS Cup? You can go first because I already went first on you, that last one. Uh, but you don't have a pick, do you? No. Uh, yes, I do. All right, fine. Then make your pick so that I have one less team to think about. This is gonna be this is I wasn't gonna pick this team until I until their most recent signing. Minnesota United. What? The Loons. They they made what? the Western Conference final last year. They were a couple minutes away from making MLS Cup final. And the thing they were missing in that team was they have Reynoso, who's an elite, elite playmaker in this league. They have uh, they have uh Lode, who's an elite, elite defensive midfielder in this league. And they didn't have that striker. And then, you know who they sign? You won't know his name, but his name is Ramon Abila, who is the striker from Boca Juniors in Argentina, one of the best teams in Argentina. They have all the pieces to succeed. I, I don't think they have the depth to compete for a supporter shield like we were talking about. 
I do generally believe, though, that they have the top-end talent that's needed to win an MLS Cup. The same way we've talked about Seattle having Ladero, Rui Diaz, and Morris is the same way this team now has Reynoso, Abila, and Lode. And then you still have Hassani Dotson. You still have a you, Tyler Miller in goal. If I, they proved they could cover Ike Parra. If Ike Parra plays, then they're even better. But I'm going to pick Minnesota United. So you have about a minute to describe your pick. Go ahead. LAFC, Bob Bradley. I love him as a coach. If you have ESPN Plus, I highly recommend you check out the series on LAFC. Great series, and it really got me on board with this team because, honestly, I don't really care about many other teams, including the Union. So I think LAFC's got some good. We mentioned Vela. We mentioned Rossi. Those two guys are going to put up goals and put balls in the back of the net. I wouldn't be surprised if Kim Moon Hwan shows up and really just starts feeding some goals and really just starts. Isn't he the elevate. center? Isn't he the center back from like the Korean league? Hey, you never know. You <laughs> never know, Connor. All right. All right. He was. So, just, I saw Moon in his name and it really caught my attention. So I was gonna stretch like, that like out Jack, like Jackie Moon. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Semi pro. All right. Well, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was a pleasure. I was happy to be on the show. Of course. And I hope you come by and you do this again. And it sounded like you actually knew what you were talking about. So that was kind of cool. With 10 minutes of prep. With 10 minutes of prep. So my name has been Connor Donnie. Alongside me has been Matthew, the Electric Factory McLaughlin. This has been Checking VAR. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And I say, have a good night.